Jonathan beams at me with real pride. God intended us to meet, he says again. Everything is going well for me. I found a church in this hotel complex. I went to that service this morning and I gave you your service. Now I healed you and I healed this stranger. She knew to come to me. So, he says, you said in your letter that you didn't want to answer to a man. <laughs> that is an odd thing to say. He laughs his laugh, which is a bit like my laugh. So, if you're not married and you do not have a boyfriend or such, how do you cater for your sex drive? Question <laughs> <laughs> flies straight out of the blue African sky and flaps around me like a rare bird. I blink and knock back some more cold and indifferent white wine. I think to myself, what have I got to lose? I imagine that you'd think of my lesbianism as deviant, disturbed even, perhaps the sly work of Satan. By this hour in the long day, I have a devil may care attitude and couldn't care less if he gets up from the table and walks away or if he gets down on his knees again and asks me to repent. What the hell, I think to myself, slightly inebriated. Bring it on! <laughs> Still, I hesitate a little longer, vacillating between bravery and cowardice. You can tell me I'm your father. Winningly. It's the first time he said this simple sentence. He sees it working and repeats it with extra condiments. I'm your father. You can tell me anything. There is nothing that will shock me. <laughs> it's the first time, too, that he's appeared really interested in anything about me. Just my luck, not in my son, not in my childhood, not in my university days, not in my books, not in my parents, but in my sex drive. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.